Total Wolf and Mercedes rewrite the history books? We finally get our Shuey and Lewis Hamilton to retire? What went on at Imola? Let's jump the start. everybody welcome in jump to start f1 podcast my name is wellington i'm here with two of my closest friends ruben say hello what's going on guys yancy hi <laughs> <laughs> um guys we're here we're gonna uh go through the emilia romagna uh grand prix but before we get to that point i want to make sure that i mention our socials uh, we are we are at Jump to Start F1 on Twitter and Instagram. I want to make sure I get all the podcast platforms first. Yes, you can see he's about to laugh at me. I have everything written out. <laughs> we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. I, I didn't hear the first part. Can you repeat that again? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. We're you know also that. on YouTube. Yes, but you know that you got away with it last time because I said that I was going to make you repeat it at the end of the episode, but you didn't do it at the, uh, at the end of the episode. You didn't make me repeat it. <laughs> so that was uh, my sly way of mishap. saying. That was Jens' mishap. Yes. Yeah, that was my sly way of saying you better repeat the, po- the, the platforms at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> I'm being tortured here. Everybody's a little squirrely today. Uh, before, actually, b- before jumping into everything, I want to make sure that I give a huge shout out and thank you to Dean Warwick from New Zealand for helping us out with our audio issues. He, he pointed out that uh, it was a long week for me at work, so I uploaded the wrong track. <laughs> Thank you, Dean. Yes. Yes, So it was only my audio. It wasn't everybody's audio. But thank you, Dean Warwick. It's actually his Twitter Twitter handle is at Dean Warwick NZ. That's got to be the best flex right now to say you're from New Zealand. Coronavirus is contained. Considering what we're going through? Yes. Screw that. Jacinda Ardern as your your leader. I want to be you right now, Dean. We owe Dean a double shot. Dean, if you're ever in New York, beers are on us, dude. When we go to New Zealand, we'll see who hit you up. Trust me. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, how was your weekend? Good? Yes. Was it an F1 weekend? You forgot already? It sure was. So that means it's great. <laughs> Good. There you go. So, guys, let's jump into it. Our race review. And then, of course, gentlemen, a short look back to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to say one day, like, the accent of the guy says it. Yeah. <laughs> so the race weekend, Emilia, Romagna, Grand Prix. Guys, I w- even before saying anything, you guys didn't correct me last week when I said Emilia Romana. It's Romagna, like lasagna. It's got the G in front of it. Um, so it's like the silence, I guess? No, yeah. It's, no, it's like if you say... It, Imagine if you say lasagna. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not right. It's lasagna like Romagna. So because remember in Spanish, you know, lasagna is with the, the with the, the n with a little hyphen on the top or whatever you want to call it. Tilde. It's an ñ. There you go. So the ñ here is silent. <laughs> Actually, the or blinded. <laughs> I think in Italian the g is silent. 
There you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, this is the end. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring it back in. But the so at Imola, this was the first time in recent history that we've done a two-day race weekend where we had one practice session, qualifying, and then the race on where Sunday. Where it's planned. Where it's planned. Yes. yes. What yeah. did you guys think? I did not check that history, and I've never done that before. You know, plan. No, it's never been done before. Uh, the only time we've gotten a taste of it is when, when it's rained out. the first yeah when the first day is completely rained out. Uh, we did get a taste of it earlier this season. As uh, I thought it was the the week before, no, like or two weeks before. I don't like, know. Like, when. Yeah, like two two races ago. at Russia. Yeah, so I liked it, and the drivers seemed to like it too, because for for the simple reason that. You obviously get an allocation of tires during the weekend. So they have their programs that they have to run through. So the first day, they're just sitting around a lot. That's why you don't see a lot of track action because they don't want to use up their tires. They want to make sure that they get the right tires and get the data for for the for obviously qualifying and for the race. Um but they liked it because they literally got, they have their allocation of tires. They run through the tires, they test it, and they go. They're racing drivers. They want to drive the car. I liked it because it did give us, as you can, and I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but we were expecting the cars to pit at a certain lap. They wound up pitting a little bit earlier, and then we got the race right. that we got. It was so, a bit of variability. Yeah, I didn't mind it at all. I, I'm a new F1 fan, so when at first it's like when you drive when when you get your first when you get your license at first you want to drive every day, and then after a while you have your license like ah, I'm driving who cares, I'll drive when I drive, it's the same deal. When you're a new F1 fan, you want to you want to see Friday practice, you want to see all the practice. Now it's like ah, eh, I rest, I can see one session of practice, I can see qualifying, I can see the race, and I'll be happy. And it was perfect for me. I didn't mind it at all. What you, you Ruben? Ruben? Any, anything? Uh, I like that, the sh- you know, what came out on Sunday from it. But I still miss Friday practice. Because I normally use that, you know, since we're like at different time zone. On my lunch, you know, my lunch time, I watch the highlights. Because I, sometimes <laughs> I can't. You know, so I miss that. I miss, you know, on that actual Friday, even us talking about it or whatever happened in the practice. You know, so. That's, that's true. I, I did miss that, like, waking up Friday morning, like, oh, it's time to, to watch practice one. And then. Trying to catch up, uh, like you said, on launch for practice too. But so in that aspect of it, I missed. Uh, I like the action though that I brought out. I guess maybe every, from every, every changes that it brings. You know, so far this two day, I mean two day race weekend and the previous one, both also changed a lot of the results that we get on Sunday. Right. Maybe not all the way in the front, but it changed the results. The way the result was given to us. They didn't have right. the data. They couldn't just run yeah. the same programs. Yeah, that's, yeah obviously, that's going back to what Yancy always said, yeah, the data's not there and stuff like that. You know, they're missing out on a lot of information, so... Anytime that we can see an F1 car on track, or obviously 20 F1 cars on track as we all get to see them all, it's fun because we love to see these cars, especially if you've gone to a race. Of, especially when you're in Montreal. Yeah, when we go, we go to Montreal, we try to go to Montreal every year. Um... When you see these cars live, it's a different experience. It's amazing. I, w- I felt like a kid in a candy store. Yes, sir. My, my eyes wide open when yeah, I first... goosebumps and everything. Yeah, when I oh, went yeah. to the race. Oh, yeah. Um, so then 
you see them on TV, it's like, you know, you it's like you're, it's conditioning. It's like you 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 get those good feelings back, and you love to see those cars on track. But I'm willing to sacrifice that one extra day if I get a more interesting Sunday. And I think that's what happened. It wasn't the best race in the world, but it was still an interesting Sunday because things happened. You know, exactly. That's what I'm, I'm always looking for. We were expecting the cars to pit at a certain time. They pitted earlier. My Strategy changes. Listen, I thought it was a good race. So from there, qualifying on Saturday. Um, that felt weird too. It it did. I'm going to say it, it wasn't necessarily chalk, but to see... I think I think we've all come around. I've I've kind of been a Bodas proponent, but I think all of us have now come around to understand that Bodas is Valtteri Bottas is pretty good. He's a pretty good driver. It's just that he is up against literally the all-time greatest driver in F1 and modern times. In modern times, and it is very difficult to top that. Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you compare to the greatest driver? You know, it's hard to ever beat him. It's just, um, and I mentioned that last week. Bottas is pretty good, man. Uh, but it's like, I can only compare it to, and maybe it's because during quarantine, The Last Dance came out, which is the Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah. And obviously, uh, my favorite sport growing up was basketball. Mm-hmm. And so... We're obviously we a lot up. of people don't know us personally, but me and Yancy went to grade school together, and it was always we were always we would always talk about the Bulls and the Knicks here yes. in, here in uh, in New York. That was the biggest thing. But I'm sorry, because that's when. So what that. am I, chop meat or something? Yeah, you are. Actually, you are. <laughs> but that's when. But that's when the Knicks were good. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. Come on. I don't want to keep you going there, but. 94 or even just in the in the early so was that the year early of 90s the stars dunk? Oh, yeah no. <laughs> we got to move on <laughs> but when that's not but you know the Knicks were good but the one thing i do remember was michael jordan just running amok in the nba nobody can beat him and when you even felt yeah when you even felt that somebody came close to beating him when you had that ray of hope somebody's finally going to beat michael jordan Nah, it son. never happened. <laughs> Not exactly. Nah, son. <laughs> and that is what Lewis Hamilton is doing now. They were like, psych. <laughs> yeah. There is nobody that, well, I mean, we can always speculate, right? Because you have other drivers who we feel that are at the same talent level as Lewis Hamilton, but they're way younger than him, but then don't have the same car. But we do have Valtteri Bottas in the same car. That comes pretty close and sometimes even beats him in qualifying. Sometimes. But when you, when you think that Bottas has, ha, finally has it, Hamilton comes through with a crazy lap and beats him. It's insane. I, it's I was insane. expecting that. I was expecting that when qualifying. Because remember, Bottas said, no, Ham did the, the lap pretty much before him. So that was what was weird. And then the in the screen was not showing, you know, like how normally 
when qualifying ends, he shows the the checker flag yeah. for him. It wasn't it, showing. It didn't show. So mm-hmm. I was like, is he going for another? Because even Wellington was like, is he yeah. going for another lap? That, exactly. Because yeah. I was expecting the you know the purple again to. Turn to Hamill. Like, I oh. think it just felt weird because Hamill didn't put out the fastest lap. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But believe it or not, I think Bottas in that aspect deserves more credit than he gets. Yeah. Because he is within tens thousands of you know of a second from Hamilton. It was so close. It's and insane. Yeah, you could say, oh, but Max is right there too on a different car. Yeah, but that's what Max gets paid to do. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, even if you I see the I don't think Bottas gets say, paid to beat Hamilton. The, yeah, he gets but, paid to come close to Hamilton. But and he's even, doing it. But even if you look at the last few years, let's say, let's take um, anybody on. Uh, the last two years have been, or the last three years, the closest competitor has been a Ferrari. The yeah. cheating Sebastian Ferrari. Vettel. The cheating Ferrari. It was a better car. So that I think that's important to point I'm out. Glad. It was a better car. And Hamilton was still, still beating them. Still beating them. Or so regardless if it was like Seb, Seb the past, you know, the two year, three years before that, two years before that, Leclerc so last pretty much, season. Pretty much what, what Yancey's been saying, pinpointing in the beginning. Pretty, Hamilton still managed to get the timing out of whatever the hell he was getting out of the car yeah. and put it on top. And they're not, and they're not technically. Last season, I mean, the only reason that the, they're so dominant this season, we're talking about Mercedes now, is because Ferrari pushed them to that limit, and they made the they made that engine yeah, we, even better legally. Yeah. Okay. So go, go right. team. So qualifying it ended up as uh, Valtteri Bottas, Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, Pierre Gasly fourth. Daniel Ricciardo, fifth. Alex Albon, sixth. Finally, a decent performance in qualifying for Albon. Uh, seventh for Leclerc. Kvyat, eighth. Ninth, Lando Norris. And tenth, Carlos Sainz. Will you say that Pierre Gasly will get the title for the most improved improvement of the year? Um, no. Who will get it? So far. You know, obviously, we got a couple more races to go. Uh, look, if it's me. Looking at what's going on right now, Charlie Claire. No, <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> Charlie. No, if it's me, right now, second half of the season, the person who I think is just killing it is Antonio Giovinazzi. <laughs> no, but he's right. You he, laugh, you, know, he but is, he is. you laugh, but he, this is a guy that he struggled all first half of the season and now like he's just really putting it and on. he did the same thing last season as well yes because he was getting yes rung like a bell by Kimmy last season as well and even this season as well even though that car really sucks it, it, it it's it's really bad that's the thing I think it's not fair to compare it to Kimmy though obviously you're always going to get compared to your to the other driver but, but I think what Wellington is I think is reflecting this in the results that he's putting up and what he's doing like every race this year so far He's at least gained one spot. Not every race. No. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. He's at I'm least sorry. gained one spot. You're right in the first lap. But I would I, let me tell you something. Go, I, I, I would agree so with I Wellington. Don't, I don't want to get hung up on this point, but <laughs> no, I got you. But I would I would agree with Wellington in this point, and and I'll just make this. Yo, this. you mentioned we got to elaborate on this. Yeah, point. we we have to we have to. Even though I don't I don't, I don't see why. And jo- yeah. Antonio Giovinazzi's situation has not changed. He's still on the same team, same yes. car, right? Um. We we say that about Gasly. One 
he spent the first half of the season at Red Bull. Then Last he went year. to Alpha Tori. And when, when he went, well, it was Toro Rosso back then, he did improve a lot by then. So it's it's two different things. It's not, we can't directly compare. But you're right. Let's not get caught up on this. So, all right. So that's qualifying. We'll get to some of the themes that emerged from qualifying that I mentioned in the uh, the results from there. Um, Top three finishers. Hamilton, Boras, and Ricciardo was the podium. So before anything else, I want to make sure that, obviously, congratulations, Mercedes-Benz, or Mercedes-AMG F1, Mercedes-AMG Patronus F1. Congratulations on the seventh World Constructors Championship. Seventh straight Constructors Championship. That's insane. It is insane. It is an achievement out of reach for many other programs what was it? Red Bull reached four? Yeah. Red Bull reached four. Ferrari had six. Yes. In a they, row. Six yeah. in a row because they, they uh, what we overlook was that even though Michael Schumacher won five driver's championships in a row, the first year that Michael Schumacher joined, which was in 99, they won the construction championship, but they didn't win the driver's championship. Yep. Mika Hakkinen won the driver's championship in 99. The flying fin? The flying fin. The flying exactly fin. right. So... Not only did they, um, not only did they surpass the six in a row as a constructor, a constructor. They won seven in a row. Toto Wolf is the most winningest team manager or team principal, beating John Tott. John Tott won six with Ferrari. John Tott is the guy in charge of the FIA. He's in charge of the FIA right now. So Toto will get a good position. So it was yeah. weird because I actually saw emotion from the Terminator, Toto Wolf, this, this, <laughs> this past weekend. This week. It was his birthday too. Yeah, it was a happy birthday, Toto Wolf. So as a, you know, John Tott, that was the standard, the gold standard, like Phil Jackson in the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or Red Arbach. Um, I think he's going back to the NBA, dude. <laughs> Listen, it was my favorite sport growing <laughs> up. What can I say, man? I gotta, I gotta have some kind of like, a, like a parallel, because uh, I'm an UF one fan. But, um, but yeah, John Tott had six as a team principal. Total Wolf now has seven, so he surpassed him as the most winningest team principal in F1 history, which is insane. There you go. So Time again, congratulations. Um, Valtteri Bottas started the race. So uh, the start of the race, Valtteri Bottas was out. He was way out in front. He was doing his thing. Great job. Controlling, Great yeah. Controlling the pace. Unf- By the way, this is the second race start that Ham has a horrible start. He didn't have a horrible start. He yeah. had a decent start. It's, you know what it is? Is that Bottas, who... Finally, He's getting back. <laughs> he, read, Good he read the Nico Rosberg future he, book. I told you. <laughs> he, he listens to our podcast. He listens to you, Ruben. Yep. Exactly. So, Bottas had a terrific start, and Max Verstappen and he also out. had a terrific start to be able to. And um, a toe from Bottas. Yeah. So, what ended up happening is um, Bottas was ahead. Max Verstappen, terrific start, ends up getting up in uh, second place, and then Hamilton trailing behind the Red Bull of Max Verstappen, called several times over the radio to say, I'm having trouble following guys. Yep, he did. So, number one, congratulations, Valtteri Bottas, on just 
I'm going to say this, and I know Yancy's going to like it. On the excellence of execution, <laughs> <laughs> like break that hitman heart. The best there is. The best there was. <laughs> and the best there ever will be. Yeah, that would sound so high with an echo. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, Boras killed it off the line. But we saw, once again... That the Mercedes is just not set up to follow. Yes. Right? Um, we heard over the radio that um, from the Red Bull team, Max, you're quicker throughout the whole track. It's just the straights that Mercedes catches you on. Hamilton, having to try and follow and be in that dirty air, could not catch Max at all. Pass him now. At, at all throughout the whole race. Right? Yeah. So but wait, wait, wait. That was the trouble Mercedes was having last year with Ferrari. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Ferrari I mean, these will cars. In the straights, Ferrari will take off. In the, the turns, yeah. Ferrari will slow down. These cars are. It's reverse. Yeah. <laughs> these cars are. Legally, not, by the way. Reverse, legally. Yeah. These, Sorry, Jens. Yeah, keep. <laughs> one day I'm going to snap. But <laughs> 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 these cars are not meant to follow, but. The Mercedes in particular was not built to tra- to trail because they overhe- it overheats. It, it has an overheating problem, so they're not meant to follow each other. One, again, these cars are not meant to follow each other. The wake is just no, can't Mercedes get close was not enough. Built yeah, to be trailing exactly, exactly. and it's built to lead, um, and they have the engine for it, so. So what we what we saw at that beginning part of the race was Valtteri Bottas just pumping out laps and building that lead and maintaining his distance from Max, who was incredibly competitive the whole time. And Lewis Hamilton just was struggling to keep up. And that's the greatest driver of our time, right? Right now. Yes. And mind you, Valtteri is doing this, or Botas is doing that. I'm Valtteri, like Valtteri. I know him. Valtteri, Valtteri, Valtteri is boy. doing this with damage in his on car. his floor. What, yes. what, uh, what, uh, what lap did he pick up the damage? Second lap. Second lap. Second lap. So wow. he was still doing pretty good. He was losing time though. He was falling behind. Yes. But the red that you you see the red Enio sign that you see on the Mercedes car that they put on delivery this year wasn't the red from the Ineo sign. It was the red from the Ferrari. From the Ferrari. <laughs> so, um, so that I'm, point, gonna, I'm sorry. So that ahead. piece was stuck where? On his floor? In the side pod. In the side pod. So, it, went, it literally went through the floor and up the side pod. Let's, let's bring it back. But we'll get to that because that was at the end of the race. But uh, we're going to start calling him Bad Luck Botas because yes. that's what ends up happening. <laughs> Uh, just BLB. To, to to jump forward, um, BLB. Yes, exactly. So, Boras pits, Verstappen pits. They go on. They pit early, even though they're both on mediums. They pit early, and later on in the race, there's a virtual safety car and Lewis Hamilton pits. I feel like this virtual safety car was literally only for Lewis Hamilton to pit because it, it was uh, eliminated Man, right away. It felt like that. It, that that's what, exactly what it felt like. Remember at that point. Lewis Hamilton already had the delta to pit and come out ahead because he was already ahead for like 28 seconds. Right, but he had not pitted. Yeah, yeah, because of that. But he did not have the 28 seconds. I think so. No, he didn't. He did not. He didn't pit. 
No, I know he had, had not pitted. But he, but he no, he didn't have twenty. Safety, he had he had like twenty seven and change, almost twenty. Like tw- no, twenty five. I would He was him. about like twenty five or twenty six. I just know that like the safe the the birth certificate came as a call from heaven. Like call right. my son. So <laughs> lap thirty, there was a virtual safety car. Um, I believe it was uh, but this o- is also, Ocon that uh, pulled off mm-hmm. to the gravel. Yeah, it was Ocon. It was Ocon. But this is also after they had asked him if he wanted to box. So he said, no, I'm fine. I'm still going. Just keep going. Yep. First time ever that he says, my tires yeah, are my fine. my tires are fine. So he pit, he ends up pitting in lap 30. But he did say the tires were... were, were whatever, keep going, man. He ends up pitting in lap 30 and virtual safety car. So it's a cheap, quote unquote, pit stop. And from there, he maintains his lead and... He goes. just goes. He becomes Voltron, Lewis Hamilton, in which, you know, form blazing sword, he becomes the man, and he ends up winning the race right after that. How was that going? But, yeah, it's just like, he always complains about his tires, but yet he manages to bust out fastest lap after fastest lap. Uh, whatever. I think it's just a ploy from him. But a decoy? Yeah, but I think that also um just knowing that Valtteri had that damage on his car, there was no way that if La- if Hamilton wanted to, you know, go hammer time, he was Bottas wasn't going to be able to pick to to keep up with him. Listen, if on a normal time Bottas cannot keep up. Imagine you know, with some damage. But Bottas ain't doing it. But he could. You know why? Because Bottas was in the lead. Free air. No, no, I, I know that. I, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying this because I, Ham eventually would have I believe up. that if Bottas didn't pick up that damage, he would have won that race. After um, Hamilton actually set the fastest lap after both Bottas and Verstappen pitted. So he was already... Meaning he was leading. He, yeah, he was on older tires. Actually, fantastic but was, point. But he was behind... Verstappen. He was behind Verstappen. The moment he gets to clear air, what happens? He just flies. He just flies. It just points out that that Mercedes is geared towards just being, being able to yeah. yep, be up front. It was actually lap 23 that the uh, the floor damage was revealed for uh, uh, Valtteri, Valtteri Bottas. They, he pitted on lap 19. So he was struggling with this from lap 2. To lap 19, and we learned about it in lap 23. And, and they couldn't get it was, out and as well. And he was still, and, and Bottas was still running pretty good. It just shows you that Ferrari so, Arrow sucks. I just, <laughs> I just got a, I just got a, I just got like a little, like a little light bulb. Could it be that that's what's happening to Valtteri? What's that? Right. That because the car is not built to, you know, it's not built to be a trailing car. He can never catch up. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that is the major or the main issue with him. You know what I'm saying, right? It, be, it, becomes, a, it becomes an issue of qualifying ahead, yes. and then it becomes an issue of staying ahead in I lap get, one. I get what you're saying, but then qualify ahead. Okay, no problem, Yancy. Let me qualify a grad uh, ahead of the, the, the greatest driver. Well, but that's the, but that's the difference. <laughs> So you, Ow. so you, were you gonna make excuse for for yes, Bottas? Bottas gonna like flipping his fingers like, how? Like, how do I do it? Just <laughs> do it. You have the car to do it. You just do it. That's it. You gotta be Nike. Do it. Just do it. 
so at the end of the race, it was revealed, as Yancey alluded to, that there was a piece of Sebastian Vettel's front, front wing, wing yeah. lodged into Valtteri Bottas's side pod. And that, along with the floor, compromised Bottas's whole race. So, all right, we have to take a step back because Lewis Hamilton has the ultimate luck with that virtual safety car. It kind of set it up in a situation where I don't know if Bottas would have been able to. Just as long as the safety, the virtual safety car ended when he was exiting. Lasted just enough time for him to pit and come out of the pit lane. Yeah, and then it was over. It was ridiculous. Listen, I'm right now, when this things that are happening in the race that are favoring him, he just gets super lucky. I don't know if his father went to, you know, Grenada, where he's from. Where's he from? His dad's from? Yeah, Grenada. When he went to Grenada, there's some juju or, you know, some voodoo oh magic, some black magic. Do not let my son down, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> nah, but listen, it, it was just coincidence. Um, it is what it is. Uh, the, you could also say that I remember when Lewis Hamilton got got that that penalty uh, for the twice for for the you know for pra- for the the, the practice, practice starts. starts. FIA is against him, and now you're gonna say FIA is for him. Whatever. <laughs> These are things that just happen. If you want to fix it, then there are rules that you can put in place. The virtual safety car will only affect the race if it lasts a lap longer if it's just around that same time then you're going to get people who have a pit window if they're around the pit lane they can go ahead and pit and then everybody else gets screwed it is what it is man right so in in this race incident yeah you know we're talking about the one two drivers and we're leaving out really another driver that sincerely affected the way that these guys drove and it's max verstappen who has just been Dude, the job that he has been doing this year is just freaking all world. I look, I I'm I'm gonna cop to the fact of being a Max Verstappen fan. He is my favorite driver, and I think he is destined for a world championship. He's my favorite driver too. Yeah. Okay. Charlie. Charlie. So he was battling for second uh, once. Uh, he was he was behind Valtteri Bottas, fighting all the way through, and then obviously that uh, safety car happened uh, due to Ocon um, driving off road and his car just kind of the virtual safety car, the virtual safety car having issues. He came out after that virtual safety car. He was third. He ended up passing Valtteri Bottas. Um, he he was on his tail almost instantly after the um, after the pit stop, pushing. Passed him after Valtteri Bottas had some issues due to his aerodynamics being messed up. Send it. Yeah, he sent it, uh, Max. And unfortunately, his rear right tire literally just exploded on him, went off the track, and that was the end of his race. That sucked. Because he was doing having a phenomenal race at that point. Yeah. It was He gave up uh, for sure second place. I don't think he would have caught up to. No, I don't think so either. To Lewis Hamilton. He needs a car to them. I think the only and and I as as great as he's been driving, I think the only reason that he was able to get past Botas was because of the damage to Botas's car. Um Botas was driving phenomenal. I think he was driving at the same rate as Hamilton. But 
I, like I said, I think he would have beat Hamilton just because Hamilton was stuck behind Verstappen at that point. Um, and, yeah, I mean, but it, it sucked for Verstappen, but it was good for the overall entertainment yeah, yeah, because we got a you know we got a safety. We car. didn't actually no, not really. We didn't we didn't get a safety car. We got a we did get a safety car, but it wasn't. It was be, it was because Verstappen went off, and it was an extended safety car period because Marcus Everson showed up. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, it it's one of those things where. A safety car actually saved the race, the entertainment value of the race, because as I predicted this race, I mean, the, the track is narrow. Uh, there's a lot of braking zones. It It's almost like a Monaco or a, or a Hungary where you can't overtake much. Yeah. Um, yeah, the race showed, showed that, but I don't know. I mean... We, I feel like we need tracks like this too as well. Uh, we just need these cars not to be so sensitive. Sensitive, I think as well. So they're only guys, they're going to continue to be. Yeah, yeah I know they're going to continue to be that. But I just it's the only way we're going to see more back and forth action, and that's what they eventually what you know. Obviously, we're taking a step back from aerodynamics and stuff like that. You know, there it's going to be more back and forth. But how could I be a little ruthless or a little you know? How can I let loose or how can I send them more often? If I'm gonna take a chance of losing my freaking win, yeah. Well, I mean, we need tracks like this on the calendar because you need fast tracks, you need flowy tracks, but you also need technical tracks like a Singapore or Monaco or even some or, or even. I would love to come back to Imola. I wouldn't would like it every year, but I would love to come back as one of those tracks. They've been saying that you can have like an invitational, like. This year, that thought you know, it's. I'm it's, pretty sure Alphatar will agree with you too. Yeah, yeah. well, oh yeah, they they we'll do get, well, we'll at, they they do well at, at their at the Italian tracks. We'll get there, they? but um, Max Verstappen at 23 years old, with a Red Bull team that is putting in world records for pit stops, is hyper competitive to what is the best car on the grid, the best constructor on the grid. I cannot wait to see what happens after twenty. Uh, I guess in the twenty twenty two season, they need a better engine. Yeah. So that's the that was what would have been the top three. Doctor Daniel Ricardo. Yes, sir. Dr. <laughs> Doctor. That's why I say it. So, oh man, like, here's my question to you guys: Is it the car or is it the driver? I think it's a combination of both. Yeah, see, I know you had strong feelings last time about Ricardo, or about Renault, to be honest with you. If you're in a good, they're car, gonna miss him. Sorry. Yeah, if you're in a good car, then the driver makes the difference. But you need a good driver, so it's a combination of both. It's the reason why they have a constructor's title, a construct, why I keep a constructor's title, and they have a driver's title. A good driver will mask the inefficiencies of a car. Always. 
like Max is doing. So, like Max is doing, like Leclerc is doing, like Fernando, Ala- Fernando Alonso did with a Ferrari that almost took it to the, the championship with, with, with the car sucked. He did it with the McLaren too? So, it goes hand in hand. If you're an astute F1 fan or even a, or even a journalist, you can tell the difference between a good driver and a bad driver. And if a good driver is actually taking that car to to a position where it belongs. Can we not say bad driver? Can we say not top driver or not? Well, uh, listen, no, no, I, I, I'm not going to... We have to... Because we're judging this in the aspect of just F1. Any driver who's driving an F1 yes, okay. is a good driver. Perfect, there you go. But... Thank you, Yancy. We're driving an F1. And we have So to, pretty much put up or shut up. Yeah, we have to differentiate the drivers within... I mean, it's 20 drivers within the grid. You know? It's 21, because I, I consider myself part of the grid. In the game, at least. Whatever floats your <laughs> boat, buddy. <laughs> but, you know, we talk a lot of ish about Lance Stroll. And, you know, we'll get to that. Definitely. Lance Stroll sucks in this. And I know we'll get to he that. But what I'm trying does. to say is that he's not a bad driver if we're talking about as far as motorsports. He's an F1 driver. Yeah, if you put him on but, the cross Bronx, he's pretty good, right? Yeah, but if we're comparing him to other <laughs> F1 drivers... Stroll sucks. There you go. Right. So, so Max Verstappen, his his tire blows up unexpectedly. And then during that safety car, um, obviously George Russell has his, his incident. But during that safety car period, what ends up so happening you're not going to focus a little bit on the George Russell incident? No, no, no. Not, not yet. Oh, uh, come on. It was so Marcus during that... Everything that hit him? We'll get to that. But during that <laughs> safety car period... Sergio Perez pits, lap 51. The people that do not pit, by people, I mean, obviously drivers, Ricardo, Kvyat, and Charles Leclerc. So they stay out there, and they are gambling on their, uh, I'm sorry, that's not right. Ricardo, Charles Leclerc, don't pit, and... Uh, I think it was, was one, it? Of the, one of the... Nicholas Latifi? It might have been Latifi. Yeah. So they yeah, don't... It was Latifi. They don't right. pit during the safety car period. In a gamble to try and see if they could, with the track position, be able to get to a point where they could finish the race at a higher spot than normal. Ricardo, who had a buff, literally a buffer between Sergio Perez and himself of people with new tires. He had behind him. He had um, he had Charles Leclerc and he had uh, okay. the uh, the aforementioned. Uh, uh, Latifi, sorry, Daniel Ricciardo did not pit, and then he had the two drivers behind him, and then he had Perez and Kvyat who had pitted. He His task was to maintain a lead ahead of those drivers to be able to get to the end and finish at a point where he'd be able to get to a podium or a higher points finish. So, in that in that safety car period, it was Max Verstappen who crashed. Obviously, his not he didn't crash, but his tire blew up. Safety car. From there, in the safety car period, George Russell crashed, created an extended safety car period, allowing 
Daniel Ricardo's tires to be saved for that kind of time. I didn't think about that. You're right. Go ahead. No, that's what happened. No, no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So what ends up happening is because Daniel Ricardo is the driver that he is, he's able to maintain his lead ahead of Kavia Perez, who had just pitted and is on the podium. This guy is the freaking man, dude. Now you notice? I, I, you know what? It's the first time I've noticed. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, call BS on that. <laughs> I think Paris and Kafia, they both pitted during the first stint, a stint of the safety car. First stint of the safety, safety car, car period yeah. before George yes, crash. crashed. Yeah. So that's my what I think saved the Ricardo decision of not pitting. Because when George Russell went out, because that was, that was when the lap cars were about to pass the safety car. Mm-hmm. So then he crashes. And that's when Red Bull could celebrate. I mean, Renault could celebrate. Like, we we if, got this now. If we were in a different track, I don't think that Ricardo would have gotten that podium. Just because the reason why... The reason why? The reason why Perez um, pitted was because they wanted to give him. They wanted to get him on a soft tire, of course, to go ahead, and they can overtake. However, new softs, by the way, too. New softs, but however, we're not in Silverstone. Mm-hmm. We're not in a fast track where you can overtake. We're in a tr- we're in a track much like Monaco or Hungary. Narrow. The only overtaking spot is really turn one. After the straight. Yep. So, and I said this during the race, and I thought it was a good call for them to pit Perez, but hindsight is always twenty twenty. I said, yeah, maybe that was a bad call because you can't overtake, and these cars are not very good aerodynamically as far as like handling the outwash of the car in front of them. So I don't know if Paris would have finished on that podium, but he had a better chance to I, do it if he had I think it was a huge mistake to pit. And I'm I'm always the guy that's the moment a safety car hits, I'm I'm always like You gotta pit, you gotta pit, you gotta pit, you gotta pit. No well sometimes. I'm always like I don't know if you remember that scene in the hangover with Alan and he's got the math equations flying in. That that's me. (laughs) And and I feel like Damn, what was that was my one of my favorite movies with with Russell Crowe where the equation uh, Beautiful Mind. Beautiful Mind. There you go. That's it. Beautiful Mind. I love that movie. You You know what it is? I love math. So I that movie as an engineer. You need to watch it. It's amazing. It was it was the right call from uh, it was the right call, the right call from Racing Point. the The problem was that it was also the right counter call from Renault. So yes, was it, it a combination of both? Things? Yes, exactly. It's just a combination of call and call, and it was it was a game of chess between the two of them. And if you throw in that you also had Latifi, you also had Leclerc. Then what ends up happening is. It just creates a situation in which Perez would not ever be able to overtake. He, Ricardo had a buffer of two cars, and I said this via text to the guys. He had a buffer of two cars between Ricard, um, uh, Leclerc and Latifi before Perez was able to overtake him. So 
it was a, it was but this is but it was like a disaster call. Yeah, but I don't think it was a disaster call. It, was it just wasn't the it right wasn't, counter call by Renault because was, he ended up yeah. passing. He ended up passing Latifi, not Leclerc. So that it was, was his own problem. It was, but Latifi was a lap car. But this is one of these kind of tracks. You're right. Latifi was a lap car, no? Uh-huh. No, he wasn't. He, I don't think he was. No, he wasn't a lap. He, he went, wasn't. He, he went wasn't long. a lap car. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He just went longer on his tires. Then mm-hmm. he was up there, and we all knew he did, that he did a one-stop strategy. We yeah. all, we all My knew, bad. we all knew that they had to pit, but the safety car came out and everything changed. I'm sorry, it's because we're so I'm so used to already seeing one of my favorite things. <laughs> being all the way at the end, <laughs> that it's impossible. Listen, to be Clay's so not close. there anymore, so <laughs> sorry. But no, it, 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 this I said it. We said it on the last podcast. Oh, when I said it on the last podcast, this is going to be one of those tracks. Oh no, I didn't say. It. I think I said it over text. Strategy is going to be key. Yeah, on this race, Beca- where because of the 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 one day freaking the one the practice days. session, yeah, the one day practice session. And this is not a track where you can overtake. It's very narrow. Lewis Hamilton even said it. He said it. The only you're you're gonna get a race where you only have one overtaking spot. The only the only track the only part of the track wide enough is gonna be on the straight. Yeah. And then after that, it's all narrow. It's it's like Hungary. It's like it's like a Monaco. You. You're not gonna get chances to overtake. If you're gonna if you're gonna overtake, you gotta be way faster than the car than the car behind you. In front of you. In front of you, I'm sorry. So and I get I get the call because when that happened, I told you guys, Paris went in for softer tires. You hadn't maybe enough laps just to overtake them, but and and I think also he they didn't want him to get eaten up by the cars behind them. We're doing a restart. Yes. So. And that's exactly what you said via text to us. Yeah, he, he's gonna get eaten up because his tires were already, they weren't that even old to be honest. In hindsight, but I thought they were older than the car. But if you put on fresher, soft tires, you're gonna get eaten up. Yes. But I didn't. You know, and I guess it's said hindsight is twenty twenty. I didn't think that. I thought that maybe they could overtake, maybe going into turn one, but they didn't do that. It's it's just impossible. His tires were twenty two laps, more or less. Oh, but it's Perez. He's very good at saving tires. He's, too, he's a beast. He's a beast. No, he he's is. one of the best. At he's that one point, of the best his tires were twenty four laps old. There you go. And he pitted to be able to. Sorry, my math is not very good looking. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so just to kind of speed this up a little bit, but uh, Danny Ricardo, obviously third place, and he being on the podium, he finally granted the second time on the podium with Renault. He finally did a shoey. He got Lewis. He, he didn't get Lewis Hamilton involved. Lewis Hamilton involved himself. himself yes. Yeah. He asked. That to, was surprising. That was surprising. I even surprising. think Ricardo was super surprised. Yes, about he it said too. it after in the uh, the post race interview. He was like, "Excuse me, guys, but." The world champion, Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. That was dope that he acknowledged it like that. Yes. So. We like to see drivers have fun that way. Man. I That's love awesome. the shoey. Awesome. So, to be upfront, Danny Ricardo is literally a breath of fresh air because Hamilton is so boring. Bottas is so boring. Verstappen is so boring. 
Imagine if we have a world, if we have a world tramp, uh, world tramp, world tramp, world champ, <laughs> yes, like uh, like Danny Rick, it'll be like we'll all be invited. Like it yeah. would be awesome. It'll be like uh, James Hunt being the champion. <laughs> I'm going to the party. <laughs> yeah, to the after party. So all right, so that's the top three. Um, obviously, you guys hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Jump to Start F1 if you want to discuss further the top three. Let's get into the midfield. And the first thing I want to mention the in the midfield, part. yes. Formula 1.5. First thing I want to mention in the midfield is Alpha Tari, who had a banging day in qualifying on Saturday and then on Sunday was scheduled to have a banging day. But then Pierre Gasly's car obviously did not cooperate and uh, he ended up going out. But at the time, I believe he was fourth. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, he was fourth. Correct. He was k- killing it. Yeah, he killed it at the start. Him. He was Pierre Gasly is such a surprise, such a pleasant surprise. Alpha Tori right now, such a surprise. I don't know what further to say here. Uh, Daniel Kvyat, um, phenomenal race as well. He ended up as fourth fourth place, picking up twelve points. He. I, I shudder to think where Pierre Gasly would have been. He would have been on the podium. That's that was my 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 question. I don't know if we, earlier saying that it, would he be the most improved driver of and, and absolutely guys, the great Gasly, the great Gasly. You guys know how I feel about him. I I love it. I love this guy that was pretty much. I think I think put through the sewer love, and came back up. Like you know, he was. You love Pierre Gasly as much as I love Charles Leclerc. I, no, no, it's just. I would say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, yeah. <laughs> it's just that um, I guess maybe sometimes in life we're put through that position of yeah. that we 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 have been dragged through the mud and then we rise. We can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, we can relate to that. You know what's sure. crazy is that he wasn't even look. I I get it. He got lapped in Austria, whatever. But like, give him a full season. In the Red Bull car, like if he had gotten Bro, that full season in the Red Bull, there's so much there's money so behind much the Red Bull team, yes, and so much pressure to yeah. you have to be top notch, and then you have to battle Max. Come on, that's nothing. You have Max, and then you have <laughs> I'd beat him. No, 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 no. You, listen, you have Max, and then you have Helmut Marco. That's and, the problem. And then um, Helmut, Helmut Marco is a savage, like a straight savage. So if you have a young driver, and it's kind of like what's happening to Albon right now, you tend to. He's f- been saving Albon, or not? No, uh, he's he's kind of been throwing him under the bus, and that's what Helmut Marco does. He he's he, there. He's he, under the bus right he, now. Yeah, I know. He throws him under the bus, but like in the media, but on a, like a subliminal level, that's what he does, and it's what he did to Gasly, and I think. Um, it's the reason why Carlos Sainz made his way out, made his way out of the Red Bull program. It wasn't for the money. I mean, listen, he was if, stuck. You, if you so drive, that's stuck. the thing too. Yeah, he was stuck. It was there was too much. Yeah, stuff. if you drive well, you're gonna make money regardless, man. Um, but the Red Bull program is very toxic if you're not top dog. The way it's album right now. Yeah. So and, I, I I gotta ask a question, Alpha Tori next year. What what do we see here? Because we see Mercedes as number one, whatever, obviously. Red Bull as number two right now because 
we don't know where Ferrari is going to be, right? So we'll call Red Bull number two. Who's number three? Ooh. It's not AlphaTauri, is it? Dang. Good question. It, it, uh, Renault's in there. McLaren's in there. McLaren with uh, Mercedes right now, is in there. Right now, number three is going to is Renault, I think. Is Renault, right? Yeah. And then number four is McLaren and number four. Five is AlphaTauri. Yeah, but the Renault, the yeah, the but McLaren's not performing to listen. Part. So uh, it's a battle. Not because, not because I'm a Ferrari fanboy, but not because, not because, not, not because. because, not because. But you can see that the Ferrari has made steps forward. Mm. Yeah, they have. These are upgrades. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. You have yes. Charles Leclerc, who's a terrible driver. Yeah, he's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, send all hate mail to at jump to start. And then you have, <laughs> and then you have a new driver who is going to be hungry. Um, in Carlos Sainz, I definitely see uh, Ferrari making a step up next season. So, and they have the resources that to make that step. So, button. just to wrap up the AlphaTauri storyline, dude. After safety car from Max Verstappen and George Russell, freaking Daniel Kvyat charges up from, I believe he was seventh? He charges up, yeah, sixth or seventh, whatever. The man had he charges, brass balls. Dude, he goes crazy on the fresh tires, blast past uh, Carlos Sainz, you know what? That's who it was. Carlos Sainz. Blast past <laughs> Carlos Sainz. Blast past Charles Leclerc. No issue with Sergio Perez right at the restart. This guy's good. But he's not consistent. That's the problem. That's the problem. Not only do you have to be good enough when you have to be consistent. That's the problem. What makes Lewis Hamilton as great as he is? Dude. He's very good. It's just, it, I'm going to stop you right there. It's the same as Michael Jordan. It's the same as Kobe Bryant. It's the same as LeBron James. It's the sneakers. It's the consistency. The sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Nike deal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Let's take that back. But, yo, Daniel There Kavia goes consistency. Has, has UC Pierre Gasly being consistent and just being the man. But Alpha Tari. We also have to remember, Kafir has not also been in the bank. He's also been right, but he's, he's not, just in his little shadows. There. He's not consistent. He's not consistent. Like, no, it's it the same there. thing with Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri Bottas showed shades of greatness, just as good as Hamilton. But but he's not consistent. And not only do you have to be good, you have to be consistent. And if you can show that level of consistently consistency at that top level. That's what makes you great. And there's very few drivers that can do that. Very few. He did that this weekend, though. He, he did, but that's one out of how many weekends? Well, he said, well, my partner in crime, Gasly, that, you know, all my resources, I've given it to him so he could perform. He's out. Guys, I need all those resources back. Yeah, okay. So I could yeah. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Uh, speaking of consistency, let's move on to racing point. <laughs> We have really a very, uh, I'll call it binary um, result. Sergio Perez, extremely consistent driver. Um, 
he was in a position to make a good move, but the pit stop, again, I can't fault Racing Point, but uh, when Max Verstappen had the issue, George Russell had the issue, Racing Point brought him in for a pit stop, kind of screwed up his whole race. I blame this on... The pit wall? Not enough data. Not enough data. That's there exactly right. Yeah. Excuse me? Less data, better racing? We got less data and a Daniel Ricciardo podium when he shouldn't have gotten that podium. It should have been Paris. Uh, uh, Imagine okay. the high that would have been for Racing Point to get a podium. It would have been great. It would have been Granted, great. Granted, they had Lance Stroll on the podium in uh, Italy. He sucks, though. Who cares about Lance Stroll? But and Paris <laughs> even said it himself. He said we shouldn't have pitted that time. Yeah. So, look, it was just a call, counter call. He just had the, the bad in the... When you make the call first... You're open to the counterattack, unfortunately. And Renault, with the better driver, made the right counter call. There you go. With Mr. Shuey himself. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. If you have the right driver, they'll bring it home. Ricardo's the right driver. Okay. Lance. Alonso will be next year, too. I, I, I oh. need to. I, I have some stats here. For, for Lance, Lance, for a stroll. He <laughs> So look, Lance Stroll over the last one, two, three, four, five races since Tuscany. In in uh in Monza, third place, right? Mm-hmm. So Tuscany. Retired Russia. That retired great podium that we got. Yes. Mm-hmm. Germany. Uh COVID. Portugal retired. And this past weekend, thirteenth. Zero points. The Nothing. Mo- zero. The model of not just inconsistency, but I'm going to call it reckless driving. Um, obviously, he had an issue. I think it was in Russia where Charlotte Claire hit him from. He he was sure tapped from behind. The first race, huh? the first lap. Spun, hit the wall. Um, but since then, he's just had. I can't even say that he has been. Um, if we recall last race, I forget who was racing. It was it Lando Norris that he went on the outside. It was tried, Lando Norris. Tried to pass him on the outside. What kind of move was that? And then he had that incident in practice with Verstappen also. Right. So, dude, chill out. Your car is pretty freaking good. Look at where Sergio Perez has been. Not only that, but for a long time during the season, he was ahead of Sergio Perez. So we talk he about. He was it. driving pretty good. Yes, we his were, first laps, we we were commending them. Yeah, we were commending because he did what what uh, he has been doing. What Antonio Giovinazzi has been doing lately is having great starts at the beginning. Right, and sometimes that's all you need. So you talk about Perez being consistent, Lando. Uh, I'm sorry, Lance Stroll being inconsistent. Dude, we need to score some points here in Turkey for next week for uh, Lance Stroll. Not much more to see wins, man. Yeah, absolutely. You have, you know, it. Number one is being consistent, and number two is being at a certain level. If you are at a high level and you're consistent, a la Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, then you're gonna be a winner. But if you can be just consistent, as Sergio Perez is, then you're gonna be an F one for a long time. Well, if you would, and hopefully Sergio Perez is in. F one next season because he deserves it. If he would have, he was a little consistent 
he'll be fighting for the standings. He'd be up there. He'd be yeah. right next to Sergio Paris. We'll get to that a little My later. Bad. No, that's fine. So I'm going to seed the floor. The Lone Rangers in this race. Top dog, number one, Lone Ranger. I'm going to give it to Yancey. Go ahead. Charlie! <laughs> Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. I, I got to go through this. Listen. Russia, Germany, Portugal, and um, this past race. Sixth, seventh, fourth, fifth. This guy is a freaking monster. I cannot believe the performances he's turning in. Yo, this man, he... Dude, I don't know what further to say. He qualified seventh. He ends up finishing in fifth place. Fifth place in the Constructors. Wait, wait, wait. In the constructors. This is what happens. In the drivers. This is what in happens. the drivers. I'm sorry. In the, this is what happens when the car is built tailored to you. I don't think, dude, I don't think, because that car is if a dog. the car, let me tell you something. Even if, even if you want to use that argument, no, no, right? I, I, want, I wanted to use that argument. Even if you want to use that argument, <laughs> if the car is tailored to you, that means that you're driving that good for the car to be tailored to you. Well, better sleeping. It doesn't matter. He beat Vettel. He's beaten Vettel like a drum the past two seasons. Since last year with a cheating engine, yeah. He's okay, good, but. but either way, he's still you still have the same engine. You still have the same car. There's no argument. He's driving better than he's driving better than Vettel. Yeah. So, listen. I've told you guys this, and I'm glad that I'm right. But Leclerc is driving out of his mind, Charlie, and he's. I think he's driving better this year than he has last year, because he's in a bad car, and he's still. Not only does he have two podiums this year, but he's consistently in the points, consistently in in Q3, and he's number five in the driver standings behind uh, Daniel Ricciardo. He doesn't have a bad car. Yes, sir. The Williams is a bad car. (laughs) So stop being haters. (laughs) Phenomenal job by him. On On the opposite side of this whole thing, though, Alex Albon, what the heck is happening here? This guy is... He can't catch a break. He's young. I don't know if he can't catch a break. No, no. He's young, has a lot of pressure on him. I, we talked about him at Marco before. He needs a reset. I'm hoping. I don't think it's going to happen. Hoping that he gets back to Alfa Tori. Um, besides B- Pierre Gasly. But I think he's a good driver. He has the balls to overtake. He's shown that. He just needs the right environment. Since his podium in Tuscany, he's gotten 10th, he retired, 12th, and 15th. So he's gotten one point. I know where he belongs. Where does he belong? Does Red Bull has a team in Formula E? Wow. Wow. (laughs) 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 He'll do good there. Watch. (laughs) Nah, man. Listen, he's a good driver. He hasn't performed, but on the FDR, just, he's a good driver. Yeah, he's just um, he's just a product of what the Red Bull program is right now. Bro, Paul is a good driver. In the FDR. <laughs> oh, wow, that's our friend Paul. <laughs> Hi, Paul. <laughs> yeah, um, but, um, and then lastly, look in the uh, in the midfield, McLaren. What the hell? What's going on? These guys. Remember at the start of the season, Lando mode. Go to. Uh, I, I'm sorry, last lap Lando. Last lap Remember Lando. Remember that? Wow, at the start of the like season? so far ago. Exactly. So I long think, ago. I think he overrated McLaren. Who, me? Uh, I, uh, both we, of all you. All of us. All of us. 
But nah, I told you, listen, McLaren is where they should be. I've said this plenty of times. Bro, they're like one point away from I feel like they third just, place. I feel exactly. Like they just they are not, where they should be. They have they're not developed that car as much as they could. That's where I feel. I feel but like they, they just kind of stopped. They can't, Listen, McLaren had financial issues at the beginning of the season. They got a loan Me from too. their bar. <laughs> only you <laughs> only them I don't think the you have the, I don't think you have the same budget as McLaren <laughs> but, you mean my but, 100 million dollar showers or not <laughs> listen I think McLaren they've done well but there's only so much that they can put into their development yeah. considering the situation they needed a loan not only for F1 but for their road car division they're doing the best they can. I think they're doing a pretty good job. They're doing awesome. Man. They're doing awesome. The, it, yes. What what's the what's the constructive standings? One thirty five for third place Renault. One thirty four McLaren. One thirty four Racing Point. Dude, they're fighting for the top dog in Ruben, Formula One point five. Oh, my bad. I had the, I had the <laughs> <up here. laughs> my but bad. they're doing a pretty good job. I mean, they they have both cars finishing in the points. This race. This race, which is better than than better than Racing Point and Renault, and better than Renault, it's just that they uh, Renault had a higher spot and so did Racing Point, but they have both cars in the point. They're doing pretty well, but they're they're consistent, so and they're still in the race. They're so still in the and they're still in the like competition. Who is gonna be the construction third place and who's gonna win one point five? Hold on, let's take it. Yes, that's that's exactly where we're going. So, before we talk about constructors, let's talk about drivers. Where are we going to end? All right, top three, top three, whatever. Ricardo, 95 points. Leclerc, 85. Sergio Perez, 82. Lando Norris, 69. Carlos Sainz, 65. Those yeah. guys are too far away. And Alex Albon, 64. I th- it, based on the development of the cars, Sainz, Lando... Obviously, out. Yeah. Right? So, Ricardo, 95. Leclerc, 85. Perez, 82. Who will be best of the rest? Charlie Ricardo. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see it being anybody other than Ricardo. No, it's going to be. He had a boatload of fourth places. uh, The podiums. Two podiums. I I just don't see it being anybody else. Guess what? It's going to be Ricardo, and, and I don't see... As good as Leclerc's driving, um, guess what? I think Perez finishes above. I mean, right below uh, Ricardo. Then it's going to be Leclerc. Ricardo is the out of all those the two drivers we, we just mentioned. Ricardo is the only one that's showing shine of enjoying the moment. Like I'm having fun, guys. And he's consistent. Yes, and sir. He's fast. No, no, that's that's already like pretty much sealed. He's the one. Like, yeah, I'm in fourth place. I'm loving this. Okay. I'm liking it. I want it. I want more of it. <laughs> Ricardo needs to be in the top two. I mean, I really love it. So can I be the, the driver's champion? Not. No? I think that, uh, yeah, it's going to be Ricardo. It's going to be Leclerc. I think Leclerc following up Lecar- Ricardo. I think Perez only passed Leclerc. No, I think, dude, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I think Leclerc is just balls to the wall. Like, that car is getting better, man. It's getting better and... Leclerc himself has been super. Charlie! <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm excited about that, man. All right, so there's that. And then constructors-wise, dude, it's even closer. 
for third place, Renault 135. Fourth place, McLaren 134. Fifth place, Racing Point 134. I see Racing Point finish ahead of Renault, though. I mean, ahead of McLaren. Because McLaren has been dropping off. I agree with you. What do you think? You think that? So here's my problem with with freaking Racing Point is their drivers. Like, Lance Stroll just freaking sucks. So that is the major problem for them. It's not that he can't catch a break. It's that he puts himself in situations in which... Is that he's showing what he is. Yes, he puts himself in situations in that he just screws himself up. So I think that it's going to be... Look, Ocon, obviously, he had the issue with his car. This this race, I think going forward, I can say... I want to say that Ocon is a better driver than Lance Stroll. Yeah, and for I sure. Say, and I say that between my teeth. I don't teeth. even know why you for said sure. that between your teeth. I say that proud. between my teeth. Say that proud and loud. All right, all right. Ocon is a better driver than Lance Stroll. Come on, Ocon has been a driver who beat Max Verstappen in the lower categories. And, we're, and we can see how Max Verstappen is driving now. So, like we talked about, I think, two weeks ago, the car right now is not really the determining factor between the Renault and the racing point, and it is the drivers. Ricardo, better than Perez. Ocon, better than Stroll. We're going to see that result where Renault is going to be third in the construct. Can you imagine having come into this season that you would have been like, yo, Renault is going to be third place in the Constructors' Championship? And that's what happens when you got a top-line driver like Ricardo. Absolutely. Damn, yes. You, you said it. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> you said it, dude. Renault will finish third. I believe so. I think um, so too. Yeah. Racing Point fourth. Fourth, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And McLaren. And, fifth. and you know what? Racing and Point. And McLaren better watch out. And if, Ferrari with the improvement they're making, they might. And if it. Racing Point finishes behind Renault, that's a disappointment. Because they have a better car. They do. So driver makes a difference. I'm gonna I'm gonna read up some. And the I'm gonna read up some. <laughs> I'm gonna read up that's some finishes. True, so. <laughs> yeah, you're at point. Thirteenth retired. Tenth. Thirteenth. Eleventh. Tenth. 12. And I'm going to compare him to his teammate. Retired 8, 6, 7, 4, 5. That's Sebastian Vettel versus Charlotte Claire. Dude. Why, why do we have to go there? Dude, Ferrari should be in this conversation. They should be. They I should don't, be. It's a shame the, that they're the, not. Vettel has no motivation? Or what is it? They, it's it's his MO. That's, this is what happened. It's a combination of both. It's his MO. He has no motivation, and the car doesn't suit him. We've talked about this. I've talked about this. Guys, all it suits the time. me. I'm down. Ferrari, I'm open. <laughs> Got hey, nothing to do. You already busy the factory. Working from home. Well, you already busy the factory. Absolutely. Me and Ruben. Already- Yo, Ruben nailed me in the uh, in the simulator. He crashed into me. <laughs> Yo, I bat. <laughs> I just hit him and he feels blue. <laughs> uh, Vettel, man. I mean, listen, Vettel. I've said it before and I'll say it again. He likes a car that's suited to him. That car is not that they're sabotaging him, even though it seemed like it, but it was just that it was just a bad pit stop during this race. Can you imagine? But he was on for a good poor points finish. Can you imagine the stroll drives the Aston Martin better than better? Shoot, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. That's you know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Like, 
Whoa. Vettel is a much better driver than Perez. than what he showed. But Vettel, Vettel needs a team around him. That's the way he, he's always to been. To work with him. To work with him, a car that suits him. He's not going to get it with Ferrari because obviously the career is the future. future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously Leclerc, you can Leclerc has been shown that you can give him any car, and he can adjust to it like and that. drive the the lights out of that car. Vettel needs a car tailored to him. Absolutely. Um, I agree with you on that. Yes. Interesting. The um, isn't that I agree with him? With him? No, no. The uh, when you get to Formula One point five, it's like. It's super tight. It's interesting. It's a lot of fun. They should just get rid of Mercedes, right? <laughs> uh, no. So, all right. Other race issues. K-Mag retired due to headaches. That car is just a dog. He, like, yeah. It, the, the, the issue, the, the reason why he had headaches was that there was a problem with the gearbox. Oh, my God. Can so, you you're, so if you're in a road car yeah. and you're changing gears yeah. and you know that bump when you're yeah. changing gears... That was the problem with him. He was crazy bumps. At 200 miles per hour. At 200 miles per hour, he was hitting his head. He was getting crazy headaches. Oh, my God. So That was the issue with him. What I'm thinking about okay, is uh, Fred yeah. Flintstone would like, maybe it's like the little bird going through to change the, the gearbox. No? <laughs> the gears? I don't know. Or Kazoo. Just. Kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> the great Kazoo. So, was it K-Man that said that the suck my box, mate? Uh, he was. So did he say that I was a Raider too? Uh, I got a headache. So my boss, mate. No, 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 no. I don't time. think he said that, but it would have been funny if he did, though. <laughs> Yo, and then, dude, during this safety car period for Max Verstappen, George Russell with his crash. Well, here, here we'll say it, right? Marcus Harrison once again. It wasn't George Russell's. It, it was Marcus Harrison was Marcus hitting him Harrison. from behind. Marcus, you know, the IndyCar season's over. Marcus Aaron had to. <laughs> I think Harrison had, me. Yeah, had to come in and just cause some trouble. So for those that don't know, in 2018, I think it was, uh, or 2019, uh, Grosjean. 2018. Uh, 18. Baku. Yes, Roman Grosjean in a safety car, kind of hit similar. the yes, very kind similarly, <laughs> hit the uh, accelerator a little too hard, drove into the wall, and. He immediately said over the radio, I think Ericsson hit me. So from there, it's just become this meme that has just spun up into whatever happens to you. Into meme heaven. Into meme heaven. <laughs> whatever happens to you in your daily life, Marcus Ericsson caused it. Yes. Anything happened. He didn't? Get hit by it. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny was that Erickson actually tweeted. Yep. Uh, the Britney Spears, Britney oops, Spears I oops, I did it again. <laughs> yes. Dude, I lost it. But listen, uh, George Russell is a young driver. He will do much He'll recover better. from that. He'll, he'll do better. Let's right? learn. He, he lit up the tires. Um, Total Wolf came out in defense of him and said, I think his quote was actually, everybody should, everybody, every good driver will bring it into the wall during a safety car or something to that extent. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Code masters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think, listen, he was excited. He was about to get his points, uh, his first point. And I think he lit up the tires or something. He said that he was changing the gear and he went over a bump and, and obviously, these cars are super sensitive, so he lost yeah. the car and went straight into Listen, the wall. But this does not, I guess, differ from Russell 
Russell will be a great driver once he leaves. He already is. He'll be if even greater. Can, if you can take and that car into Q2 as no Q yeah Q2 as much as he does, you can tell that okay, he can. So you can give him a car and he can take it to to heights. So going back, but this is where I, I was going to refer to. Our the greatest driver right now that we have that we consider Lewis Hamilton has made also mistakes like that. He made it in China, where he went to the pits and he overshot it. Two thousand seven, and also he did it when he started with Mercedes that he went into the pits to the wrong pit lane. Two thousand thirteen, was it thirteen? The first year he was with Mercedes. The first year he he actually, thought he was with, with he was uh, he went to the he was, pit he stop. Was. <laughs> so things like that do happen to great drivers. Yes. Maybe this is yes, yes. showing, hey, Russell, you will be a great driver. Yeah, it happens to you know, we're, we're, we're We're watching over you. you. Right now, you might suck, but yeah. you will It was kind of cool, but also kind of lame how everybody really around him pulls it on his uh, Instagram thing. Like, oh, don't worry, Russell, blah, blah, blah. Dude, whatever. He's a paid professional driver. He'll figure it out. Man up. Figure yeah, it out. Exactly. Just make sure Erickson's not behind you again. <laughs> so, all right. Just to, we've run kind of long, but kind of news I'm going to say this very carefully, but Lewis Hamilton pontificating whether or not he will be in F1 going forward after this season. Yancy, talk to me, dude. Come on. Really? You're about to win your seventh world championship, and next year you're poised to have the most dominant car on the grid. Ever, ever, ever. You're on a team that just won... Seven straight championships. Yep. Which is a world record. Yep. You're going to leave? Not me. No. I wouldn't do it. I think that, and I, when I, the first time I saw this, it was on Instagram. It was one of these Instagram posts where it was like motorsport. Lewis Hamilton might leave the sport next. It was one of these sensational headlines. And I went back and I saw the entire news conference and I said when he said it. Um, it was kind of matter of factly. And considering the situation that these drivers are in and everybody's in, it's been a stress, super, super duper stressful year because we've literally have to change our behavior. For the whole world. Uh, because of the pandemic. And he said it in a way where it was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be here next year, which is true. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, obviously, this is going to make headlines because he's the best driver on the best team, and he's about to tie Michael Schumacher. It's only because I'm not there. Yep. Listen, man. Thank you. We all know. Thank you. Thank you. We all know. I'm a freaking legend. We all know the talent that you bring to the table, Wellington. Um. <laughs> But you gotta be consistent, and you gotta at least I'm be consistent, an F1. dude. You calling me like but, <laughs> but, um, we kind of get that sentiment, right? We, we we don't know where we're gonna be at next year because obviously, if we were talking to ourselves in 2019 and we were gonna say this was gonna happen in 2020, we oh, would have You, dude, you're crazy. Um, so. We kind of get the sentiment, and we got to think of it as a human level. But the competitor, we know Lewis Hamilton is a crazy competitor, and if he has a chance to win, 
eight world championships, which is the most ever by a world champion. I'm shooting for ten. Um, yeah, he's gonna be there. So. Yeah, if he stays, who's gonna stop him? Nobody. Nobody. And that car, the rules haven't changed. And they won't change until 2025. And you're on a team that has won seven straight, not even like seven world champions. We're talking about seven straight world championships. Michael Jordan status. And you're the top driver on the team. You're not Valtteri Bottas. You're Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, you're coming back for at least one more year. So, Ruben? He ain't going nowhere. I think think he's just, he's saying that so the, Mercedes Boer is heavy up and sign well, Total Wolf and then come sign me. He might have said it because of the new regulation thing that they say for the salary cap. He doesn't want to hear that. Sign me up. I don't care about the salary cap coming in whenever it comes in. Give me my money. I earned this money. Give me my money. I'll take it. That's not about it. The money, though. It is about the money. Championship. Listen, it'll be like, pay me, bitch. That's it. Uh, <laughs> he wants that trophy with a diamond in it. There you go. He got it. He did get it, though. I don't think... That was a nice trophy. For, for that, man. No, nah, but he, he's going to come back. He wants that championship. You mean to tell me Alonso is coming and he's going to make more money than me? Screw you guys. That's not happening. I know. No. I'm just saying. I'm it's just all saying. about money for you, ain't it, Ruben? <laughs> guys, anything else for uh, this race recap? I apologize for uh, running long, but uh, this is what happens when you realize that the Emilia-Romagna sounds like with lasagna the right, with the right name. Yes, exactly. I think I'm gonna have some lasagna right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, this has been a pleasure. Um, we'll catch you guys next week. Um, I want to make sure you guys are aware of where we are. We are at Jump to Start F1 on Twitter and Instagram. We are on Jump to Start Racing Podcast on uh, YouTube, and we are on podcast po- podcast platforms. Of Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Sorry, I didn't get the whole list done. Can yes. I need to write it again? Can you repeat that again, please? Yeah, shocker. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and I think that's it. Um, iHeartRadio. <laughs> so, gentlemen, thank you very much. See you guys next week. Take care, guys. Peace.